Hey everybody, we wanted to record a quick content warning on this one, and yes, I've uh, heard all the feedback, I know that I'm terrible at recording these, so uh, sorry about that, but uh, this movie has some uh, coercive control elements and some really questionable consent, so if that's something that uh, is going to be an issue for you, then uh, we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Jenny. I'm Zach. And we are continuing our delve into, I don't know, what is it? Sexy, neo-noir, erotic thriller fall? Like I'm thinking it's more just damp sex. Maybe. I mean, for some people, it's spooky season, but uh, <laughs> maybe there's there are parts of this that are very spooky, but oh, man. I think for different reasons, um, but... Yeah, so, I mean, we've definitely seen, and this is a genre that is held in... Well, first of all, actually, I'm going to take that back. I was going to say it's a genre that's held in this, like, high esteem, but I've actually, in talking to people, like, I don't really know what a neo-noir is. I don't really know what an erotic thriller is. Like, that's not as ubiquitous as I think that I think it is. <laughs> so we watched Nine and a Half Weeks. Yes. 86. Yes. Adrian Lyne, which I guess we said wrong the last two times we've done his movies. I don't know. So what, three-peat Adrian Lyne? I guess so. Is we that... loved you in Fatal Attraction. We mm-hmm. hated you in Indecent Proposal. And... This might be in the middle. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in terms of like, you know, w- w- this is kind of, I, I actually wrote, this is Shop Girl meets... Indecent Proposal meets Fatal Attraction. Shop Girl. Okay. It's Steve Martin book? Yes. I believe that we were both independently reading when we kind of fell in love. Yeah. A weird thing. (laughs) 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 It's (laughs) romantic-ish. Yeah. So what's your... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go elaborate more on that you're thinking maybe erotic thriller is maybe not as well I, I guess, of a thing as, as maybe we think it is? I don't know. See, I just remember these films as being absolutely, you know, just the movies of the 80s and 90s, I thought. The, kind of the biggest movies that I, I wasn't watching. Exactly. Same. But I just don't know if people maybe think of them that way or like group them that way. Like they kind of are, I think, me standalone stuff. People think of, well, not really thinking Basic Instinct, Fatal Attraction, maybe Indecent Proposal, Nine and a Half Weeks, Body Heat, Blue Velvet, putting those all into like one category, kind of thinking of them as almost more just so independent on their own but not seeing them as a trend that was happening at the time oh so that's exactly how i see them i kind of do too um it just seems like yeah the late 80s early 90s um we're really kicking it off with the body heat early 80s yeah it just seemed like this is the end of the adult film and i do not mean like pornography but i mean the movies Movies that were grown-ups only for grown-ups that movie no crossover appeal exactly that's Nobody cared what children wanted. Nobody cared what children needed. Nobody cared what children saw. If you saw it, whoops. If you didn't, whoop. Maybe you learned something. Maybe you didn't. Maybe, I I don't know. (laughs) But. Yeah, besides like some 
a few seconds of naked flesh, there is nothing that would interest no a teenager. About Maybe this some film. balloons and a carnival ride. <laughs> I, I don't know, but no, it's really they're all heavier than sexy. Mm-hmm. Mostly, uh, I mean, there's obviously there's there's moments, but most of them just deal with like the strange, odd baggage. It's not the same in every single one, but the strange, odd baggage that comes along with sex and relationships. I think. See, I think through this journey, what I'm kind of learning is, you know, there were just movies that were quote unquote dirty, right? And I think the straight to video, straight to cable, erotic thriller. And the actually well-made erotic thrillers. Yes. I'm learning that some of them are actually great. And I don't think I was fully expecting that. Right. The the stuff that made it to kind of USA Up All Night was it it went through a lot of filters or unfilters, I guess, maybe <laughs> to make it there. And it is, yeah, it is not the same caliber of film. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really shocked that some of these are well-made films. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your experience with this one? I really don't have a lot of experience with this one. I really feel like, I mean, I knew who Kim Basinger was or Bassinger. What is right? I Vicky hope. Vale, I think, is what you're searching for. Well, the, Yes, exactly. <laughs> no one else cares other than that. I, I was aware of her as Vicky Vale. And is she Eminem's mom, maybe? Oh, really? I haven't. In uh, 8 Mile. Maybe. I think that that's exactly what I know, the movies that she's been in that I've seen. She's the voice of the animated in... Oh, Cool World? Cool World. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I knew that. That one's that one's in there, too, because it was... That was on a preview on something we watched a lot, and gotcha. it was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I think she was in The Getaway, kind of a steamy thriller with then-husband-slash-trash-person Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, I think they I met think, on a film. Yeah, I think, like, one of the guys across the street saw it, and, yeah, I think that... Uh, that was it's on maybe on my forbidden list, but I don't know. It's tough to know what to do with Alec Baldwin stuff because he is a bad person. <laughs> so. uh, well, there's a, I'm sure that happens a lot um, know, in all I of this. Um, I didn't really know Mickey Rourke at all. My first experience with Mickey Rourke is when you and I watched Domino. Okay, and uh, we might have seen uh, Sin City. Before that, before but he's that, in okay. so much prosthetics in that, right, right, right. So yeah, I mean that easy, even hard to tell. But I just really don't that this anything he's in kind of falls into this, you know, stuff you didn't see chasm, yeah, of <laughs> things that didn't exist. Um, I'll tell you what, he is cleaned up, clean cut, young Mickey Rourke is is doing some things. He's, <laughs> he, yeah, he's he looks good. But his character is so oh. it, it quickly. I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like I really come away from saying like I really enjoyed his wardrobe. That is the one finite thing I can say <laughs> that I can stick to about how I felt about him in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this movie, and I think we've talked about free preview weekends. Yes, we have. And the one free preview weekend, it I, I meant to look up the date, but I didn't. It must have been ninety three ish. It would have had to been maybe the end of elementary school slash beginning of junior high, but it would have been the HBO free preview weekend and Hot Shots premiered that <laughs> night and everybody watched it. 
Mm-hmm. Every like just came to school the next week, and everybody had watched Hot Shots on the free preview HBO weekend. Some of the guys that stayed up late and watched like Real Sex six, <laughs> I think, or four, or something along those lines. And I, they probably made it sound way sexier than it uh, is. Yeah, it I, is I very not... Real Sex is so real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had not, in fact, stayed up to watch it, so I, I got missed out on that conversation. But watching a scene with a. Uh, Charlie Sheen and Valerie Galino and he is feeding her things and putting That's things right. on her stomach yeah. and then, then he's like frying bacon and eggs on her yeah. stomach. It, it quickly becomes yeah, becomes a spoof. I remember, you know, watching that with my entire family and saying something like this doesn't make a whole lot of sense and then my mother just saying, "Oh, it's like nine and a half weeks." And nobody said anything else. I had no idea what nine and a half weeks was. <laughs> and then a few days later, see, maybe the next weekend's you know, video store, nine and a half weeks, it's right at the very beginning, right up there with uh, with 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think 10 is the front of the comedy and nine and a half weeks is the front of the drama. And like flipping over the like, huh? Like, why does my mom know this? <laughs> like when you realize that your mom is like not even more sheltered than you because you know <laughs> there's that point you're like you reach a point like okay they they control what i watch and then you reach some point of content becoming like you becoming more aware because you have access to content that they don't really know how you have access to it because technology is or people and this and that and you've quickly become in that space of like I don't think they know this exists and you're becoming an, a quote unquote, an adult and like you're cooler and you know more than they do. But that is definitely so much like, oh, wait, they were they ha- they have a life I'm completely unaware of. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. So, yeah, it's like me knowing and, and now knowing that my mother knows what <laughs> I don't know if she had seen it. I don't know if she, it was culturally relevant enough. To talk about? I, I mean... I don't know if she had read the book that it was based on. I I don't think she would make a connection of like, oh yeah, that's from Nine and a Half Weeks from a book. I don't think so. I don't think I think so. she saw this movie and having seen it now, <laughs> that is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> so anything else before we get into it? I don't think so, no. I mean, first note I have is I miss the lion, the MGM roar. Mm-hmm. I just miss movie openings like that. There really aren't that many production company openings that are monumental anymore. Um, I just have like this opening where we're just watching. It's very music heavy. It's city. We're follow Like we, we meet Kim... What is it? Is it Basinger or Bassinger? I would say Basinger. That's what, what I've always said, but I've heard Bassinger a few times, and I'm like, am I been saying this wrong my whole life? Well, I mean, we've been saying Adrian Lyons' name wrong for two Whatever. podcasts, but um, well, KB. We before we, that though, I just said that they like first of all in the credits, Christine Bransky's in this thing. Oh, right, right. And there's a copyright notice on the screen at the same time as the costume designer. Interesting. And okay. every, no, everybody else gets their own mm-hmm. thing. So I'm wondering, are the costume designs copyrighted? Like, have they specifically put that on there? Like, the costume designs are copyrighted? Like, what is that? And then I see the costuming in this movie, and I'm like, get it. I get the it. costuming is pretty it's fantastic. fantastic. Like, there are a lot of things that I'm obsessed with in this movie. <laughs> um, I mean, you're dealing with New York art world, which it took a while for us to figure out we were in New York. Everything was shot so tight. Yeah, it just really, it was just big city. But yeah, we meet her by like, 
kind of slowly big big picture we like we know we're kind of following someone walking and there's a couple people running one guy's running in a pipe which is weird there's all these things happening i was like it's a real slice of life like we don't really have her come into true focus focus she's in a crowd in a crowd until there's a lady standing with a dog i saw the dog just doesn't want to go like leave (laughs) and she's like just exasperated but I, i say this a little later but i love how Every single person that comes into frame gets to be 100% fleshed out in some sort of way. Like they get to be exasperated. They get to like they're doing something. It's a lot, which makes it first. I felt very much like um, with Body Heat last last week or two weeks ago, um, like at the diner scene. Like I had to focus really hard. Like they're talking and there's clanking and everything is on the same like um What's the word? I don't know. Channel, I guess, maybe. Everything has the same. No, I, I get exactly what you're trying to say. Everything's coming through with the same volume, the yeah. same. We, we don't know what the important part of this scene is. Exactly. It's like my eye, like there's, a, my eyes are trying to focus. My ears are trying to focus. Like I don't, so it took me a minute to really like what's happening. They don't very do a very good job of establishing where we are, who we are, what anybody's name is. It's like, I don't know who her name is until scenes way, later. Way, later, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what's happening? Just, so, Did you notice in the end, we'll get to the end credits about that later, but. Okay, no, no. Um, but when we do see her, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, we're seeing hair. And I have a note, uh, like, but then we see her face and I went, where are her eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> where are her eyebrows? I was going to make a note about hair, but forget the hair. Later, we got plenty of hair to talk about. Um, but where are her eyebrows? I'm really concerned by this. They're, her makeup look goes wild. And I will actually talk about that. I think that it is a very like pivotal point about the plot. It's a very subtle like representation of who she is and where she is right now. Um, you know, later for makeup wardrobe talk. Uh, ah, gotcha. But, I did not fully notice her eyebrows. I, I, she is a blonde lady. She is a blonde lady, but they looked almost like they were gone. Now, they don't look that way later. But the first, the first definite scene we see of her it looks like they're not there and it's like jarring to me. I was like, speaking of hair, the next note I have is Lenny's haircut. (laughs) The mayor from Ghostbusters is the gallery owner. And we haven't posted yet. I think in our last episode, we talked about this guy in his head trying to sell you something. And I don't, we're going to post that on social media later. It was an advertisement, and all I could say was this guy in his head. Right, and right, right. now I just think, this guy in his head <laughs> are trying to sell me art. I don't know. This guy in his head might have to be a new thing. If you want to say something that describes him better than this guy in his head, go ahead. No, uh, The floor no. is yours, my love. That's, I think that's accurate. It was, yes. like The most tragic haircut i've ever it's seen it's terrible on and i couldn't place him for a second i was like i know who that is it's not gene simmons from kiss <laughs> but <laughs> i know i know business but it it is as distinct and tragic of a look as yeah um yeah so i just have very sporadic notes because of all of just the things that are happening right then i have gallery party like that was like talk about hair ghostbusters mayor um yeah like then we're in a Jap- we're in a Japanese market. Like that's the first time I really kind of get to like okay hone in because everything is just like pop 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 pop. It was, but walking out the door, did you catch what they were going to shopping for? No. She says we're going out for uh, make sure and add French ticklers and margarine to the list. <laughs> of course.
course. I love that actress, and I cannot think of who what her name is. She's in so many fun things. We've already had her. We've already had her, haven't we? Um, in an. I, I did not fully recognize because they were the, their hair and makeup was so exaggerated. I mean, she's she's in um oh the baseball movie Major League. I mean, she's in Major League. Um, I think I know her best and love her best. Um, from how to succeed in business. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I, I'm, I almost feel like she's been in a movie that we've covered before, but I'm not sure now. I'll, I'll, I'll dig deep on the casting on this and, and try but to I see. love her. She's, she's way fun. Um, I want to be worldly so bad. I really do. And if, if anything that I say about race or ethnicity in this podcast, because there's a couple of things that I notes that I have here, what I mean about it, nothing bad. I like, I think, and I hope this isn't a, problematic opinion that you know i am a middle-aged white man and i think that everybody who isn't is automatically cooler than me (laughs) i I just like yes i I have all of this privilege and all of these opportunities but i do i'm just a little bit jealous of anybody who's from anywhere else or anybody who's a woman i just think they just start from a cooler place than i do (laughs) i hope that's not problematic I think that that probably is starting place maybe lends to empathy, maybe. <laughs> so that's, that's probably positive. But yes, the meat section of an ethnic grocer, no thank you. <laughs> it's 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 real. It's very visceral. Um, but yeah, so they're ordering stuff. And then we've got a flirty businessman because we've already established like everyone hits on her. Mm-hmm. Like just we've got the garbage man. Everybody her. hits on her. Um, and she's gorgeous. She's not, you know, I appreciate she is gorgeous. She's got like great, like short, but very like full hair. She wears pretty like voluminous clothes, but very artistic. And she's, you know, but she's cool, kind of just doing her thing. And she seems, seems very self-confident, um, which I think is an interesting place for this character to start considering kind of the relationship that builds mm-hmm. here. Um but so we got a flirty businessman. He's like, what are you ordering those for? And she's like, kind of got an attitude. He's like, she's like, to eat them. And, uh, <laughs> or he says, he, will, he says, she's like, what do you think? He's like, to eat them. And she's like, well, we're going to give him a proper barrier or something. Right. And he thinks that's hilarious. And then he kind of like comes out of frame. And then Mickey Rourke comes in and kind of takes his place. And she turns and is like. And they just stare at each other intensely. It's bizarre. <laughs> like, it's completely silent. And I feel like, I feel like I've seen it before, too. Like, one of those things where we're, we're just trying so desperately to, to say there's like this unspoken connection but it's a little much they're forcing something i said later on because we do have some spanish spoken mm-hmm. and i just thought that this movie might be one of those if we watched it in mexico like basic instinct we'd be surprised for how long we would go by without knowing that it was in spanish because I, there's a lot there's a lot of silence oh and there's a lot of music without words mm-hmm. like with just like laughing and even people laughing or talking in the background and they're that silent. doesn't matter, yeah. right? Exactly. There's a lot of that, a lot of that. Um, and I just have, you know, she goes out, they buy their things. He's still in the store. He's looking at her, and then she's like looking back, and she's really taken by him. But so I, I, you would think when they meet again, which obviously they do, like I, I don't know, I, I'm not sure. Like it, their relationship and who. Who feels what? Who's in charge? Who's not? It's so all over the place. It starts from moment one. <laughs> so trying to get a taxi. They can't get a taxi. 
Did you notice the taxi that drives by that doesn't pick them up is so square and so boxy. And the next one is just this round. It's probably 20 years older, but it's still yeah. shiny. It is yeah, such Yeah, there was a lot of different yeah types of taxis, taxis for sure. Um, and then I just have like their apartment is so dark. Like this, <laughs> this movie's pretty dark mm-hmm. unless we're outside. Like it's like all... It, it's like all shot with just ambient light. Or looking into a light, whether it's a projector or mm-hmm. a spotlight or something. There's so many scenes of looking into a light, but we can probably get into set design a yeah. little later, too. Of course, friend is cooking in a bra and an apron, which I just assume is how you cook when, when you're cooking for me. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of looks here that are a lot of men's assumptions of like <laughs> how people dress. I actually have that note later. Do you? I'm sure that, you do. Like, is this, yeah, is this just what I think you, <laughs> or, women, or is it what men think women like? It's it's silly, but yeah, sorry. We have a lot of windows. We have a very open uh, floor plan, <laughs> so there's probably not much uh, sexiness in the kitchen. Nope, sorry. Um, then I have us meeting um, Christine Bransky. That, and... I don't want to shame anybody based on their physical appearance, but I'm pretty sure the Crypt Keeper is at this party. He kind of is. I mean, this one guy that doesn't speak, we only see him like one time, and he is 12 pounds and has Phil Spector hair and is just horrifying. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm a big fan. I mean, it's an art world, so it means everyone's eccentric. You know, it's a dinner party for... I don't know. I feel like there's things that were missing there, too. Like, there was some stuff, definitely. This is a long movie. Some stuff that was left on the cutting room floor, though. Establishing some relationships. Yes. yes. Uh, because there's some people ignoring people and people getting in a little annoyed. But so we don't, I don't know. We never see those people again, too. So I'm not yeah, really sure. Christine Baranski with a spoon on her nose. Right. Yeah, Someone smoking clove cigarettes inside at dinner. Right. Yeah. Um, Molly is. Uh, yeah. She's she's smoking clove cigarettes the whole time. She does it the the kitchen, too. Um. Oh, but I do want to get into, and if I, I want to find and I'll post it slash read it or whatever. But the um, she's like, you need to get out there. She's like, look, but look at you. You actually are. Next thing you know, you're going to be placing uh an ad in the classifieds, and she's like talking about you know divorced white woman, it, like successful, like statuesque. Like it's just, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, but does yeah. that count as passing the Bechtel test? Because they're not really talking about a man. We're talking about a vibrator, but not really talking about a man. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, they're talking about her and her, like, love life-ish, but not a specific man. And even really not her talking about needing a man. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Um, yeah, we meet Christine Baranski with a spo- spoon on her nose, drinking wine, doing a party trick at this. <laughs> and that's the only time we see her, really. She might be at the gallery opening I think later on. We see her silent one other time. But that's yeah. it. Like, we, we don't even get to hear what voice or attitude she's really adopting in this because she's so um, Underused, versatile. Guys, guys yes. if, if you're taking my notes, you know, more Christine Baranski all the time. Let's see. Um, Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. Yes, yes. That's like right <laughs> as we close out. Love it, love it, the love toast it. Toast from Jaws if you're not paying attention. Yes. Um, and then I just have like, we have a lot of street scenes and a lot of like musically driven street scenes. Like they just, 
I don't, I don't know. I like it. It's, it's fun. It's very lively. Like it, it's a very sharp contrast too. I think too, when we have the one-on-one scenes with anybody else, which is, mm-hmm. which are very dark. Yeah. This movie is shot to hell. It is, it is, it looks good and it has a, a pace that's on purpose, I think. And it, it, it is a well-made, mm-hmm. you know, put together visual p- picture. Um, And so this, now we've got, um, we've got her, um, out in like a street market um and she's kind of like looking at scarves and kind 300 dollars for a scarf at a street market what the hell kind of name I'm sorry. is this that crap is fake oh for sure for sure like it's it's french it's old you know no, it's not no um this is one of those like final times in movies where people like have kind of yellowy teeth and mm-hmm. you know are not pretty because even people who are like designed designed but to be you know a character that is unlikable or dirty they still, still have, have some level teeth. of polish yeah yes. exactly um and and so we, we see that in the vendors and she's having a good time like there's music and people are kind of like people respond to her she's just kind of this beautiful spirit um and then she's looking at this like chicken that like is like a little like you know wind up something and it like lays eggs and i'm like I hate stuff like this. And she just <laughs> That's the kind it's... of stuff that my father-in-law gets me for Christmas every year. <laughs> that he thinks that I somehow I think he I liked a jelly bean one time, and so like I'm the jelly bean guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so like, wh- what's its purpose? It's what's its mission? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I understand. And thirty bucks that she haggles him down to. I'm. It's like three bucks. No, 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 uh, no. Um, but that's so Mickey Rourke's been watching her, though. He's he sees her from a distance and he comes up to her and he says, you know, every time I see you, you're buying chickens, which is hilarious. A good line. It's a really great line, considering it's the first thing you ever to say to someone. <laughs> um, and then she gets like really shy and weird and um, which I thought was strange given how much she seemed taken by him too. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she would kind of, I mean, obviously this is a unexpected encounter, but it seemed like she'd be kind of le- like lean into the flirt a little bit since she, we've seen her do that. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I have, yeah, I just, I do have that. She's like really kind of dorky I mean, with, with like her <laughs> being so delighted by this chicken and stuff. And it's the first use of wind up. Or clockwork in this film. Oh, there is a lot. There's of that. a lot of wind up stuff. That's There's watches true. and other to- other wind up toys. Uh, sex in a clock tower. Yeah, you know, a I lot of. I hadn't thought of that. Um, so I don't have anything before the restaurant. Um, no, I just have to come to the restaurant. But as we come to the restaurant, we've got someone singing, and I said, "There's a lot." Of ethnic characters really getting to be in their elements, because and you go I really from the love reggae it. Music and to, yeah. is, this, is this Greek or Eastern European, or I can't figure out what. I I'm not totally enough. sure, but I, but I think he keeps describing like Italian dishes mm-hmm. when he's talking. Yes, so, so it's an Italian restaurant because there's a bunch but, of mob hits there, right? But it didn't sound like the person was singing in Italian though. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just really appreciate like it. It really just celebrating all the different diversity and and neighborhoods and stuff in the in the city. And do they do like a mob hit? I don't want to be morbid or anything, but they do like a mob hit tour in New York. I have no idea. I mean, that would be 
you know, we've done pizza tours, we've done ghost tours, <laughs> we've done all sorts of various tours, but if there's just a, a food tour slash mob hit tour, that would be, I'd be interested in that. I would be too. I think, yeah, it could be cool. But I think, sorry, I'm just like reading my notes on this. We get here. It's a little aggressive. It's entirely aggressive. The first thing we see, they're at a table together and he's, I didn't even know how to describe it. Feeding her wine. Like, how do you describe <laughs> like, like, like pouring a drink in someone's mouth? I don't think anybody's ever come up with the words for it because it shouldn't be a it thing. It shouldn't happen. It's so fraught. Like, once you're old enough not to have a bottle, you... Or a sippy cup. Yes. Like, it's fraught with issues. One, two, and then it's very aggressive. And I'm like, they've said like three sentences to each other and now we're here and he's pouring wine in her face <laughs> and and feeding her and with feeding his her and then like talking about mob hits and he knows exactly the, the dishes that people were eating while they were like when they were getting shot i was like i would be out i'm sorry <laughs> like we could like we've been together for 18 years i think we'd actually be very interested in that information <laughs> yes and if we like even Six months in, if we were sitting at a restaurant and you we were sharing that we were talking about that, that'd be kind of fun and interesting. We just met and you're like <laughs> that into like talking about mob hits and stuff. I'd be like, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> like this is like I will give this to the end of this meal to see if any other of this conversation right. changes. This um, is 35 years before your average soccer mom was listening to murder shows. True, 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 true. Yeah. So this this information was not easily accessible, and she seems interested, but. From here on out, I find her level of interest, enthusiasm, all of it questionable. Her consent in this film ooh, is... It's a, ooh, ooh, it ah. is... I, I, see, I don't know because I don't think we see those scenes. And I think, yeah, I'm... I'm it, it seems so on and then not and then on and then not and then on and then not... And I don't, I don't know. I do. He puts, I guess we're on the pier. Do you have anything before the pier? No. So he puts the scarf that he's bought. That he watched her, apparently watched her. Yes. Right. It's like, he's like, recognize this. Did you catch what he said as he was putting it on? He says, don't, he's like, don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Um, and then. Oh, I just have like, we're not good at, this is a movie in general, like not good at introducing people because I'm like, I st I'm so not sure I know what her name is. <laughs> um, and I just have the tone is weird. Then they're coming back to like a space that is not his. He says it's his friend's. But maybe it's his. I, I don't know. Is that a lie? Is that a lie? I have no idea. It might be a houseboat. It might be our second houseboat. I don't know. But... Yeah, she's looking around. The kitchen is full wood and it makes me so nervous. She steps on a rubber ducky and then he's like stripping the bed and making the bed like at the same time, like taking off. I guess like, you're going to have sex on someone else's bed, take off the sheets first and put your own down. That, that works, I guess. Right. But like he's doing this and she's she she also kind of calls like, I'm sorry, are you assuming something or are you like practicing i don't remember what she says being a maid at the holiday inn i honestly think saying practicing your turn down service is better a better line okay um so i'm gonna go with that but yeah i mean she she automatically is like that's presumptuous and then he kind of goes on this whole thing of he's talking about she asks what he does 
And he says some people call it arbitrage, which I I know what that is. Okay, I don't know what that is. He says, I buy and sell money. And I said, Lloyd Dobler would not be a fan. No, not at all. They would not get along. Um, basically, it's, yeah, it's it's hedging bets. Gotcha. If, if, if you, on its very, very, very high level, that's what it is. It's, yeah. Um, and so, but immediately she says, oh, isn't that kind of risky? And he immediately likens that level of riskiness to her like oh i didn't write anything about that meeting a stranger and then that you know you're here with me and you know there's no taxi outside there's no phone here there's no phone out there like you know no one can hear you it's just us and it's like again this could be a serial killer movie it really could it it very very much so and then she's like nah he's like (laughs) I'm not into this. Take me home. He's like, I'm sorry. I was just joking. She's like, no, take me home. And she leaves. And so I I think that's great. I mean, she says she set boundaries and, you know, seemingly he's respected it, even though he's pushed them in a weird way. But she said no. Um, Yeah. And then we're at the gallery (laughs) and I laughed because we've got I think his name is Harvey, actually. but Ghostbusters mayor okay. is hanging painting slash art with white gloves with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> I said that exact same thing. There's so much cigar smoking in the gallery. <laughs> I'm sure they've regulated the temperatures. They've done all these things and white gloves. <laughs> He's smoking right at it. <laughs> it made me laugh. And then the weird Stephen Merchant flower guy is jamming. I love it. I love, 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 love. And that's, that's actually where I made the note that I love that everyone is getting to be 100% like, you're this character, but you get to decide how fun this character is. And he's just like dancing, dancing. Like in the other guy's face. And then he's dancing back. He takes it and turns up his music before he leaves. Like, I'm out dropping off flowers, but I'm obsessed with her sweater in this, in this scene. It's just like, it's big and bulky, like in all the best right ways. And yeah. Um, and so he sent her flowers and she's like delighted by it though. So that whole little thing that made her say, I want to go home and I want this to be over right now did not leave a bad enough taste in her mouth for her not to be like, giggly, squealy, which is not the end of that. Like we Kate, Kate Capshaw the shit out of this movie, (laughs) um, with her screaming in delight and also anger. Um, just a little like, hey, I like to play sexy games. Let's do some and do this if it's too much. Like, can we? Just, we don't have to have like a full on Fifty Shades. I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. We don't have to have like a full on. I know there's a contract. There's a contract. Like, we don't need a contract. We just have like a hey. Can we let's just play have a conversation? Yeah. And maybe that could have been part of the conversation instead of the mob hits. Like, like <laughs> while I feed you wine. Like, I still don't know what to say. While I pour wine at like. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I wish I could take a video. She would never let me post it, but I wish I could take a video of her throwing wine at people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's it's unprecedented. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So then we're at, oh, I have a Coney Island kind of place because we still don't know it's New York at this point. I guess it, it is Coney Island. It is Coney I just Island. Said there's a Ferris wheel, there's balloons, and like demon clown is next. It's Right. But they've already been there for, they're running. We see them, the back, we see them, the, their backs together running delightfully multiple times in this movie. So like 
I think that's our establishing of like, we're having a great time. We're loving each other's company. She's wearing a hat. She has balloons. Like it's, you know, fun, 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 fun. And then then we're at a Ferris wheel and she's like, get on with me. He's like, no, no. And he maybe makes her get on the Ferris wheel by herself and has it go and has the guy stop it at the top. She, I mean, she's like kind of nervous and she's like kind of scream, like it's like scream, like on a roller coaster, like I'm happy, but I'm not, I'm happy, but I'm not. And then he leaves her at the top, like literally like, let's go get some coffee. And he thinks it's hilarious. And she's like screaming at the top of her lungs. And then of course we come down and she's like, you know, we don't see him let her go, but then he, down and she's smacking him and mad. And I can't believe you did that and, and all of that. But then we very quickly are okay again. So we've got some PDA on the boardwalk. They are going at it. And then the little rascals show up. Right, and- <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, this is where I have, like, it's just a little too Kate Capshaw for me. Like, it's just, it feels like ADR, too. It, it's so loud. Mm-hmm. It's so loud that they're just like, can you just come in and just, like, scream for us constantly? We're just going to throw it in randomly um, because we... we it doesn't really matter whether you're happy or excited or excited or mad that like, we want everyone to think you're all of those things all at the same time, the whole time. So, um, yeah. We I could have 100% cut the street toughs scene. You know? I don't I understand mean. what that was for. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It was just silliness, but maybe it was to make him seem likable, but he really didn't seem that likable then either. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Then I have her at Elizabeth's apartment. Cat. I said, kitty cat. Well, I said answering machine first. And then before I finished writing answering machine, I was writing something. And I just said, kitty cat. <laughs> Lots of exclamation points. It's beautiful. It's fluffy. Um, yeah. She's listening to her. Me- or he clicks. He pushes her messages button and and starts the messages. She never doesn't say like, hey, will you check my messages for me? He pushes it. And then she's telling him who everyone is. He's She's already feels the need to say, you know, oh, that's so-and-so oh that's my ex-husband oh that's my mother oh you know da 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 and kind of let him in and uh, but some of the messages she was like a group of us are going to fire island i was like see she has a good time like she's got a fun life um and then we got ex-husband then we got her mother and then it kind of quickly quickly tone changes like we're just does he does he ask I think he does. Like, i'd like to blindfold or take off your dress and then i'd like to blindfold you and she's nervous but she eventually goes along with it but i just said that the her slip her underclothes game in this movie is on point she's just her slipper shirt or whatever she's wearing and the way that she's like against the light well he specifically does that he says you know don't move like i want to which i mean i think is is hot you know that like the the backlit you know shadow because she's wearing this oversized white shirt there's there's a lot of this that i think that and I'll say this later on. There, there's definitely some sex scenes that are like, okay, everybody's in and it's risky stuff, but everybody's everybody's in and it's a good time. Like that's what you want in a movie like this. You expect like risky, impulsive, right? You know, and that's there's just as much of that, which makes this all weird. I'm just going to assume that we just missed that conversation because it makes this movie easier. I guess, but I, I, I Maybe don't. Maybe that's I don't. What are they? What were they trying to do with this movie? I have no idea. I, I really don't know. I said the kitty cat is getting out before the, uh, yeah, <laughs> before the main event. I said shoo shoo's not amused. Uh. <laughs> and that's an Instagram cat. We had a cat try to get involved the other day. So, <laughs> so oh hey. Yeah, uh, yeah. Blindfold, like a temperature play, like right off the bat. Okay, I mean, this is seemingly the first time that they're 
getting intimate or anything. And I don't I, think I have seen so many frames of a belly button on screen. It's a lot of belly buttons. Yeah, this is true. There might be that much in body of evidence. Possibly, possibly. And I was like, I don't like how he, how amused he is. I don't like his face in this. Um, <laughs> and, and to be fair, you don't like a lot of people's face a lot of the time. Yeah. That, that's, and if someone's face annoys you, then you don't like them, even if they have useful or helpful things. Actually, I think that it's the other way around. My, my dislike of their face is, is because of their their lack <laughs> otherwise. Because I don't, I don't hold anyone personally responsible for their face gotcha typically you just think that people that are not helpful or productive are are ugly not ugly no not liking someone's face doesn't mean that they're ugly okay gotcha gotcha no it means something different okay because he has a very nice face it is a pleasant looking face but his delight question mark in in what's going on here he's you know she's blindfolded so he's you know using ice he's you know touching her and you know this is new to her and she seems to be you know a mixture of excitement and nervous and scared and he actually even asks her that but he's not like i wouldn't say like enjoyment's the right word it's like this like sardonic kind of sarcastic look on his face like isn't this funny what i'm able to do to you I don't know. I don't like it. it. It's not like he's a part of it, if that makes sense. Like watching a sex scene, even like this, if this was happening in a different kind of way, like it would be sensual for both people, especially since he's the one who's. There's I mean, a real kind of predator prey yes. situation. Yes. I mean, going and it's on. obviously it's a power play and it's a, a trust submissive type of situation. And he obviously likes to be in control. But even then, he's not stern. Like he's not that stern kind of domineering piece. In this moment, but he's also not like participating in the way he's like almost like he's not doing it, watching it. Does that make sense? I think so. Yes, yes. It's, I'm not sure what he's getting. I mean, he just is like wry. I, I don't know. It's weird. We're just setting more and more a tone of like, I'm just, nah. <laughs> and I just have doggy in the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also just next have man and dog are nonplus as well. Yeah, they, are, they did not buy anything or at least did not buy what she was trying to sell. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, this we're introducing this new artist that she's all about, mm-hmm. who's kind of in a dark place, seemingly like kind of haunted, maybe, which I think is attached to some, you know, somewhere that we're going. Um, but yeah, this guy, this guy with his dog seemed like much more fruit bowl kind of guy. Yeah. She does ask the dog if the dog likes it. <laughs> which, yeah, I loved. And that's what I said. Again, so many inside cigars. <laughs> so many inside cigars. And just like, could the dad and son cleaning crew just be any more like tongues wagging auga auga <laughs> like like in a place where she works it's not even like they probably know this woman and right. they're just like jeez man like hey dad like isn't this like foxy lady like we just get to stop and stare at her yay so they go up to his american psycho loft yes and i just said ooh, i like that shades on the left and then she sits on it like, oh, no, that thing's not sturdy. It's like a rocking chaise. I don't know what is happening. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's- I know you and your chairs. And I just thought like, ooh, she's going to think that's sexy. He's like, no, she's not. <laughs> Anything that makes you unstable, like, you're, no, I'm not a fan. But I was like, I do like his wardrobe. And then I have in that same scene, like, I'm not sure they're actually talking to each other. Because she sits on the thing. And gets all kind of wobbly and like, oh, you know, well, he's like, she actually asks if she could sit down. Um, So he's already 
in a way, like establishing like her and asking permission mm-hmm. for things like very subtly. He is playing with his tape deck. Playing with the it's tape got deck. Little, the little flippy thing outside. It's at the remote that comes out and then goes back in. He is proud of that tape deck. So much electronics. Yes, yes, I yes. bet you I can find a Playboy for this year and probably find an advertisement for, for that. all of those things. Yes. And she's like, oh, you sure have a lot of TVs. My uncle had a lot of TVs. He actually died watching TV. He was a real sports fanatic. Like, da 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 da. Like, and then. I think he says maybe one thing about the TVs and then he's like, well, I, I really, I just used to live out of hotels. Like I really, but I really like cooking. I'm like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, people are just talking at each other. Like why do these people like each other? I, he's like, I bought you a gift and he like takes out a box and like sets it across the room. And she's like, can't you just bring it to me? And he's like, he says, I like to watch you move, which is hot. It's, it's, if you say it the right way. Exactly. I'm working on five minutes of stand-up material about basically, <laughs> you know, things that if you say them the wrong way, like, you're like, girl, I love your skin. Or like, I love your skin. <laughs> there's, there's ways, there's, there's sentences that can go all n- any number of ways. And I think that I like to watch you move <laughs> could go... It can go a lot of ways. And this one really, like, is writing a line. And he delivers it well in, mm-hmm. in that way. But it's obviously a power play that he... I bought you a gift, but I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to make you work for it. And it's a watch. And I said, it, we also got like another more like random facts, like he's talking about like hypnotizing. I was like, it's like the mob facts. Like we don't, he never, we don't know anything about her because he doesn't ask anything mm-hmm. about her. We don't really know anything about him either. She doesn't ask much about him either. And he just says that, you know, hypnotizing, which is kind of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then he said, what, every day at 12 o'clock, I want you to stop and think about me touching you. Mm-hmm. That's intense. That is Real intense. Real intense. Mm-hmm. Which she then seems to do. Oh, yes. We have a, a smoky room with a slide projector. Oh, before that. Okay. Sorry. She's like just kind of like staring off. She's like, someone's calling and it's her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And like you're supposed gotcha. to have dinner with him. Gotcha. And she's like, Ugh, Molly, can you just go for me? And Molly's sending mixed signals, too, because earlier on, she's like, it's so good that you're getting, you know, you're getting out there and what that. And then she's like, I really think you need to have dinner with Bruce. He seems lonely. Like, who kind of friend is this? Like, you think you need to, like, spend more time with your ex-husband, which obviously was a problem. That's, that whole dynamic is weird. All of it. Everybody, all of the relationships are weird. But I think that they, this is, this is kind of, I think, a maybe, you know, New York art scene. Is any, does anyone have a real relationship? Mm, does anyone gotcha. have like one a relationship that has any, like, substantial anything? No one knows anything about anyone, really. Because no one asks what she's doing. No one asks, like, as we get farther and farther into this. Is this guy a serial killer that you're dating? Like, nobody- like there's some <laughs> obvious changes that are happening with her and nobody's asking about it. No one says, hey, babe, are you okay? Like, what's going on with you? I, n- nothing. Nobody seems to notice or care. One bit. And then we got a slideshow. Yeah. I was like, and then I said, this feels like the interrogation room in Basic Instinct. Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. there, there's so many shots like this. I'm just looking mm-hmm. right into the, into the light source. And, and I said, like, I want to think lady brains work like this. <laughs> <laughs> that she's like watching us like there are some erotic erotic images, images yes, yes. you know but yeah that she's thinking i guess it's still noon i don't know uh or noonish that she's just having a moment and then it's like can't stop her so, yeah i want to think lady brains right like so she's yeah she's having a moment she's you know leaning into this and leans in so much that she 
props up her feet. Props up her feet on the wall. We've got garters. Um, her underclothes game in this is, it is on point. It is. And this is pre even him having, this is pre him Kanyeing her. Yes. And she leans on the remote. And so the slideshow gets faster and faster, which was a nice effect of basically climax, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> but it was a nice effect. I think it was good. And then I just have like, why are they always running? Like, because we're running again. We're like frolicking, which really just really fucks with the tone of his movie. <laughs> and I don't think what they wanted me to get out of the next scene where he's cooking for her. I, first of all, he's shirtless cooking. and Everyone knows in the in there was a book in the early 2000s about being a metrosexual. You know, you don't cook bacon shirtless. It's right. Against the rules. But that he's cutting peppers. And why is he cutting peppers like that? He doesn't de-seed and core them first. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, too. I, I mean, I guess they have sex. And then, yeah, then he's cooking. She comes in. Like, she's showered. She's wearing, like, socks and a robe. Really baggy socks. She has really baggy socks a couple of times when they show them. Yeah, that's strange. It's like they're bunchy. Um, and he's like, I want you to sit down on the floor. The fridge is open. Completely open. The, the whole time. The whole time. Okay, it, it wasn't just me? No. I was thinking maybe there's some sort of... Fancy Manhattan vegetable shelf thing. I don't think so. I think the fridge is just open the whole time, which is not, you know, not effective or not energy effective. He has her sit on the floor and close her eyes. And then he he starts feeding her things, which get, first of all, they're all red to start. Well, the first one's a black olive. Well, the first one's a black olive. Okay. And then she's playing around. She puts it on her tongue and wiggling at him. She's like, okay, okay. And then we just have like a montage that is set to... I like bread and butter. Uh, I said, I'm getting full watching this. I'm getting grossed out watching this. But it's like, it's so fun. Like, I don't know if you know, like, he's like, I like bread and butter. Like, it's very, like, poppy. And, like, what we're creating here is, like, a fun, we're both into this. Which I think she is to a certain extent. But then it also, I don't know. I don't know. She's, like, blading noodles. There's a full jello mold that There's he's a jello somehow mold. made. There's cherries. There's strawberries. There's jello. There's... Robitussin? Right, like cough syrup. Cough syrup. A, a there's, hot pepper. There's some champagne. The hot pepper is when it starts to get like, I mean, I'm not a fan of of feeding, like, obviously. But at least we have a word for it as opposed to like <laughs> pouring wine in someone's face. We have a jalapeno, which I think is rude, like when someone isn't expecting it and it's hot, but he still like is like shoving it in her face. Then gives her milk and it's just like pouring all, like, uh, again. Milk is cow food. Milk is cow food. Milk is not for humans. Again, like, Pouring milk in her face. Like, and it's literally, like, it's, it's, you know, running down her face and her chin. And then he's spraying seltzer at her. And it's, it's, she's, she's got that weird squeal. It's like, fun, not fun. Fun, not fun. Then there's honey. And I just said, oh, this is going to get sticky. It, like, uh, I have a, like a visceral response. I just, like... Slightly grossed out, medium grossed out, really grossed out. It just gets grosser and grosser. And, and like, yeah, then now they're like having sex and they're covered in honey. And I'm like, she is the worst roommate ever. <laughs> because we established now, like, to, she and Molly are roommates for sure. Because we have so many location changes that I don't think are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have no establishing who lives where, who lives what. And when they shoot a room... They'll shoot it from a different angle. The right. Next Every time single time. It. We never see. Yeah. So the, even a room we've been in before doesn't look the same. Like, because we've been in that kitchen before, but from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But even right, bef- right before he starts feeding her, he like blindfolds her and he's like, 
uh, sizzling something can opener. Like it's very AMSR. I I wrote that. I said, is this what the the ASMR that those kids are into these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some of my employees were talking about making ASMR videos and I thought that ASMR was porn and I was just like we don't need to be talking about this at work guys well you probably shouldn't because it could go it could go porn but it's not necessarily it's people it's people who are in, enjoy slash excited by auditory so yes it, it it hits on a sexual component but things that are happening may not be sexual gotcha. in nature and I did say I'm getting full watching this that's <laughs> gross I know but also like I thought he was cooking I thought they were gonna actually eat food and so I also think this is kind of a, like a, a weird fuck control thing. Like, not just I'm feeding you things that you're unaware of. Like, I promised you an actual proper meal that I was cooking, and now you're getting garbage. Like, literally, you think about all the things that sh- it's garbage. And I, I don't know. It bothers me. Like, <laughs> and then I did say that we do need to put honey on our, uh, on our grocery <laughs> list. <laughs> I used the last of our honey to make a honey syrup to make some really nice cocktails. Yeah, yeah. That's what we use it for. <laughs> but okay. then thinking about honey later on, this movie made me crave a McDonald's chicken nugget. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. a muck nugget, if you will, for the first time in 30 years. <laughs> and I'm craving one so bad right oh, now. Oh, man, it does sound good. Can you even get so good honey? Because that's, I don't know if it's still a thing, like, but honey was very much a like a sauce that you could get with your chicken nuggets and that's how I eat them. Oh, absolutely. That's the only way to eat them yes. as far as I'm concerned. And so many people have thought I was crazy no. for thinking that. I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And that was something we learned much later on. Like, really? Really? Just another reason oh, why? That's, since, since my childhood, my earliest childhood is is chicken nuggets and honey. I remember my, my neighborhood friends were so weirded out by that and we moved when I was five. And so that had to have been a three or four going to McDonald's with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was also weird about sauces. I mean, you're not. You're like a big sauce person. I'm definitely a sauce person. I like to try lots of sauces and I'm like hesitant on that. So definitely was honey was something I understood. Gotcha. <laughs> like, I know where I am and I'm where I stand with honey. <laughs> so <laughs> But now I don't know. Now I'm all yeah, gotcha. yeah. sorry. So we, we, we do have dinner, right? Because they're finishing dinner having some mum champagne, which I'm not familiar with that brand. Can I look it up? Oh, I've seen it in the store. Okay. I, I don't think I've had it, but I know it, it still exists. We can we can grab some on the way home. There we go. All right. We'll, we'll report back. If it's back. open on Labor Day. Ooh. Um, we'll have to see what happens. The, the liquor store is not. No, they are, but they might close by the time we are getting home. But the grocery store is open. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Sorry, that was like real logistic <laughs> talk there. Is that when she says that Molly's having a party and... Yes, exactly. And like, I don't want you to go. I just, I'm starting to think this movie might be an unhealthy dominant relationship. You're starting to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked to find out there's gambling in this establishment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but I don't think, but I don't see that's where my notes of like, is like, I don't really want to meet friends. I don't know, but but he does say that. Like she, he's like, no, and basically this is some like I feel like this is the closest thing we get to a layout of how I like uh, how quote unquote he wants this relationship right. to go. Like, I want you to come to my house, sleep at my place. I'll cook for you. I'll feed you. I'll dress you. I'm like that list starts really nice. Well, actually, the list is like you know you don't need to do dishes. I'll do dishes. I'll cook. I'll clean. I'll pick out your clothes. And I was like, oh, this is where we're starting to like. Like the, you know, I'll dress you, I'll feed you, I'll pick it stuff out in the morning. You spend 
spend the daytime with your friends. I want, you know, the night to be just with me. And I was like, ah, it started <laughs> so strong. <laughs> so did so strong. Uh, so we've got her waking up in his bed with the she's watching TV, Craftmatic adjustable bed commercial. But that's when he leaves. Is that when he leaves? That's okay. when he leaves. Yes. No, I don't think they actually have dinner. Then we've got back at the, the gallery the next day. Molly confesses to sleeping with Bruce. And she's like, kind of bothered by it. You can tell. But then she was like, well, your mother will love him. My mother did. <laughs> and so. It, it was a little weird that she was so bothered by it. I don't. No, I don't think so. No? Okay. I don't think so. There's something to just because you don't really want someone. There's something to them wanting you. I mean, it may be annoying, but she never was like, I wish he'd leave me alone. She never said, I mean, she's like, I don't really have time to be with him. I'm kind of, there's this new guy. Man, but if I'd left all my, uh, all my high school friends, girlfriends lie, uh, <laughs> this, this wouldn't have been. Then we got another, another, the flower guy's back. Oh yes, the flower guy. Flower guy's back. He's she's, still jamming. She sees him from across the street and she's like kind of excited. Like, oh, you know, flower, like those are for me. And like, da, 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 da. And then that's when we are them they just finished eating they're drinking champagne and she's saying like you know molly's having a party and he slams his head on the table that's weird too. it's i don't like it it's like not it's not you're like oh exasperated kind of slam your head on the table not really it's like legit and I he doesn't like she's not going to her doctor's appointments either i'm starting to wonder if either one of them is well well is that when that happens there, there's no but there's two times that she gets messages about missing her doctor's appointments and I'm, I'm afraid it might. She might be needing some psychiatric help. That she's Maybe not so. Going to. But we don't ever see. We don't. If if that's the case, then we needed to see a medicine cabinet. Right. We right. needed some establishing shots on something like that. I just want to know what's going on. There's too much stuff that's vague in this movie. There's too much stuff that you could interpret a lot of different ways, and I don't like that. I want someone to tell me what's happening. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And then then that's what he's like. I I don't want to meet. You know, she's like, don't you want to meet my friends? I want to meet. He's like, no, I really don't. <laughs> Which I kind of understand. <laughs> I did too. I was like, I kind of get that. Like, oh man, really? But th- that's when we get the you know whole thing of like, I want you in the night, them in the day. And he goes down the list. And, you know, it started, like I said, it started promising. Like, you know, you don't need to do dishes or anything like that. Like, that sounds great. And then it's like, I just want to control everything about you. Like a little puppet. <laughs> um, oh, oh, but then he's like, oh, but actually I need to go meet a friend. I was like, wait a minute. She's not supposed to like, but he can go leave and meet a friend. Like, but I don't want you to go. I want you to stay here at my apartment alone. I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> okay. Like bored. Right. There's four TVs and another TV in the bedroom. Right. So she's like flipping through, watching TV, da 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 And then the, the most fun thing is, it, the- it's not a craft-matic adjustable bed. It's not? Well, they didn't say that, I don't think. They just said an adjustable bed. bed. for the same price as a flatbed. I know, I love that. <laughs> it just brought back so many memories. It really did. There were so many commercials for that, you know, during the and 80s price and is 90s. right, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could win one. Exactly. And then she starts snooping. Of course. I have this vivid sense memory for thick metal hangers. I think they were brass at my... School and church, uh, which is red flag, <laughs> red flag. When <laughs> I was five years old. School and church in the same building. It could be problematic, but they had these brass hangers and just walking down. I was back from my uh, grandmother's funeral, first time I'd been in that building in thirty-five years, and they still had those little jing, 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 jing brass hangers. It was 
so visceral of something that brought back to being a child. And then he calls. He does call. But she does snoop. The first thing I thought, though, when she opens that closet, I was like, all of those hangers are evenly spaced and there's going to be a problem if one of those hangers moves. That's the first thing Mm. I thought. I was like, if she disturbs anything, it's going to be obvious and there's going to be a problem. Um, Also, like, why are half of them empty? And all of his shirts are like, come back like they're brand new like they've got to be ironed who's going to deal with that like they're all still pinned and stacked and but then later on I thought I was like are those is that did he make space for her clothes that he's like going to replace down the line but I don't know but yeah she snoops and she says she sees a picture of him and a woman and she doesn't put it back the phone rings and she doesn't put it back exactly right and I like immediately was like there's gonna be trouble that was my thought but so yeah so he rings back and he's a controlling douchebag and says like did you snoop and of course of course. You don't snoop like crazy amount. You're not like rifling through someone's underwear drawer or but if you're at somebody's house and you're staying there, you look around a little. Like, right? this, like, is, am I a, this is someone that you're into and you don't know a lot. Like, don't you want to kind of just You're gonna look at their bookshelf? Like get to know, yeah. Gonna, you know, if the closet's open, you're gonna check the you know, like coats and shirts. That's, that's right, because maybe that's even totally like you normal, know, right? maybe and down the line I would like to buy them a gift. Maybe I could look and see what size they wear. Am I a weird person? No, I that's I, totally normal. I think it's totally normal. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, you were saying like he calls. Yeah, he calls and he's a complete controlling douchebag. And I could see where he's playing this game and he maybe thinks this is sexy. But I think that's where where I get off from his train right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's never at any point does she seem like she'd be into this. But yeah, he immediately like they've had a good time. They've had, and he's like, you know, what is he like a what does he call a nosy Parker? She's mm. like makes her say that that she's been a nosy Parker, which is weird. And he's like, you've been a bad girl. And he comes back, and and that could be playful. And if, if she was in, like, if it, she was into it, th- that that could be fine. But he gets there, and she, he, you know, he's like, you've been a bad girl. He's like, you need to go, you know, stand over here. I'm going to spank you. And she's like, what? Are you serious? And he's like, absolutely not. They fight. That yeah, I just said creepy sex scene. Move on. I, I don't like any I, of that. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know exactly everything that happened in that moment, and I'm not okay. I'm not okay with it though. Whatever there was, lack of consent on many many areas, and but then whatever happened seemed to like be okay. Either there was something cut out, some some sort of like a hey, I like to play sexy games. Here's here's how you get out of sexy game that we didn't see or this is just absolutely wrong there, there's it's one or the other and it escalates super quickly yeah it's not good um but regardless what we stand is she wants to leave he will not let her and they fight and there is some level of sexual act and it there's some level of assault that happens but she's there in the morning and so we've got fashion show <laughs> right oh but before like he is making breakfast and he did lay out her clothes yes Laid out her stockings and everything. Yes. But yeah, then he takes her shopping. She rocks that blazer. I know that he's being weird playing games about it, but she's rocking it. Oh, she looks hot. I mean, it's it's super hot. He is, you know, like I said, he's kind of conning her. He's make, like her her dress is becoming more tailored, more somber. I mean, somber's not necessarily bad, but like a lot of black and whites and, you know, navies and things like that. And really making her in his in his realm of tailor. And he's going to pay cash. And she's like, don't you want to know if I like it? And he's like, no, I don't. And that's, that's, that's kind of his tone, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Like, it's not like, no, I don't. 
It's just like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, like, it's got this laughy, and I, that's what's so unsettling. Do you want to pause for a moment from the creepiness and talk about the wardrobe a little bit? Because I'm sure. Like, where is he finding clothes this fitted in 1986? Oh, that's true. That That's not the style for men's suits. No, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Like, his suit should be baggy as all get out. Mm-hmm, but no. His trousers should be pleats on pleats on pleats with, with some pleats on the side. No, they're not. Yeah, it's very, he's very tailored, very fitted. His coats are, even his overcoats are very slim. Mm-hmm. It looks great. He looks like Ryan Phillippe in Cruel Intentions. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's a, it's a compliment, you know, that it, he is not looking like the 80s look. So maybe that's, maybe there is something to that copyright on the costuming. Maybe so. Someone was really ahead, ahead of their time in that look. But also, I mean. I mean, early, more fitted stuff is early on, too. It, it's a cycle. But at that time, you're right. It is not what someone would be wearing, especially someone on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. They, there would be actually... It's like the same time as Wall Street. And yes. Wall Street is bags on and bags he, on bags. And he works on Wall Street. And he he probably wouldn't even been wearing black and white. He'd be wearing like browns and tans and, and all these other, like he, that wouldn't even be the color. Of There'd be so have. much light blue in the yeah. shirts. And, yeah, 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 exactly. White cuffs. Exactly. And her look, I mean, her, her, her slips, her garters, her everything that she's got, all like I said, her underclothes are on point. And somebody really took some time to think that this lady's not going to be in her suit slash dress. Um, let's give her a little something to go with. Well, but I also think that's exactly what... Or is that man's fantasy? That's man's fantasy. We're back to man's fantasy again? It's man's fantasy. Okay. This, I mean, this is a busy woman. Let, let's go back to her, like, life before it starts to weirdly implode. She's busy. She, like, is important in an art gallery. She's quirky and whatever. But, I mean, she doesn't wear a bra this entire movie. That is completely unpractical. She's wearing a slip. She's wearing underwear, but she's wearing, and especially someone who we see her at very at first, she's just wearing white cotton underwear. That's, she's basic, white cotton socks, white cotton underwear. She's going to wear like a real basic white bra. Like it's just, she's not going to wear this exotic slip under. She doesn't seem like someone who's just, that's just too bothersome, like one or the other. I, I don't know if it makes sense to me. But so that's exactly where like the garters, the the slip slash teddy underneath clothes, like that is so 80s, early 90s thought that that's how women dressed. I don't know. I might have to find some Sears catalogs from 86 and <laughs> look at some of the fashion <laughs> and post some of that for you guys. I mean, women did wear slips actually much more prevalent earlier, but that was just another layer. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> Next thing I've got is not going to lie, but the clock room sex, kind of the first time I've ever been a little turned on to this movie. Yes. I'm a, I'm a little, you know, I've got a little, he's first of all, after that, like we've got, he, he brushes her hair, which I don't like. No, not at all. Because it makes it look terrible actually. <laughs> um, but then it, we still see her being feisty. Like she's still kind of like, you know, mad at him a little bit in this, little montage of like you know kind of chase him this and that and and so she's still got some level of autonomy here and then we're running up to the the clock tower and then we have sex in the clock tower and i said this is the kind of sex i would expect from this movie from like well from a movie that is that people actually want it's it's risky because it's outside and it's this public place and, you know, you don't know where all these things have been. I mean, there's all so many things where it's like, oh, that why it's, it's not a good idea. 
But everyone is into it. Like everyone, like you know, they can't get their clothes off fast enough. They're both wanting this moment, and that's great. Cool. Do uh, get it. I mean, and so that that's why it's sexy because it is it is consensual and like both people are like feeling the passion for each other. And this happens a couple of times, but not enough. And for as many times as it happens, then he goes and fucks it up with some like weird power play. Mm-hmm that she more and more goes along with but then like hates instantly and and is pro- it is a problem and so now so yeah so she's following him but you you had a you had a note that you wanted to get into yeah before before okay. that um they like have sex in the clock tower then they're outside he's got an umbrella she doesn't she's get soaking wet he's just like standing there watching her just get rained on and she's like kind of like thinking i'm flirting and cute and whatever but it's still a little weird then they go back to the apartment and he like tucks a napkin in and like is feeding her soup i did not like that one i didn't at all and she says how did you know that i would respond to you this way and I don't know what he said because we paused it. And like it was like he said something about like because you're like me or something like that, which seems completely untrue. But that's what we needed to get our steps in. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Whatever his explanation was, it was not very long and it was not poignant enough. Okay, well, I'll go back and, and look into that for you. Maybe that'll change the whole way you, you respond to the movie. Doubt it. <laughs> so she's stalking him, comes to his work. And he's first shocked, but he maybe is a little amused? Or is he just realized that he's getting to her? I don't know. I'm not sure. His range of motion or emotion. Yeah, range of emotion and range of motion. Very different things. But they're both relevant to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be flexible for some of that. You do. So he seems mad at first. And then she acts kind of jealous. And then he's amused. Hmm. I think like I don't think he likes that she came into his space without him knowing it without, you know, and nobody seems to care either. She's just walking through yeah. trading da, da 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 like nobody's giving her any mind. And then he calls into his secretary like don't let her leave. Like that's <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, like and she like runs off and then they're at the bar like ha 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 fun fun fun. Lunch martinis in 1986. I did not realize that was still a thing. I guess. I mean, I would have thought like lunch cocaine was probably more <laughs> relevant, but lunch martinis and like canoodling at the bar. And there is some dude that is like. The glasses guy is not okay with a finger sucking. But when it, we start seeing Vicky Vale Kim Basinger's dick grabbing technique, <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's amused. He's looking over. He's trying to, trying to check is. out the technique. He is. I'm telling you, dick grabbing technique is something that we can just all bond as a society. It's just something we're all interested in. Um, okay. But then she says something. She's like, you know, I just wish sometimes I was one of the guys. And he's like, what does he say? Like, the lady wishes. He, like, I don't know what he says, but he arranges it. And this is so the outfit is bonkers. <laughs> I hate every second of it. Like, he, they go to El, the Algonquin, which I think the Algonquin is kind of like classically known to be kind of a guy's guys. First of all, the card to get into the hotel room is oh, like a yes. punch card code. I love it. So it's like not a key, but yeah, it's cool. And there's all these bags that he's put there for. There's, there's a bag from Tiffany's, so I don't know what, what was in the bag for Tiffany's. The mustache. Maybe. Does Tiffany's make a fake mustache? Probably like $7,000. Maybe they do. Oh, but y'all, she she puts on, she's wearing a tuxedo, which would be fine. Yes. Hat. A hat, bad hat. It's a bad hat. This is, the people don't wear hats right now. She wets her hair. She does not slick it back and puts on a fake mustache. And so much eyeliner. 
she wears a lot of eyeliner. This is part of the more and more eyeliner that she's wearing is like the deeper and deeper that she is into whatever's happening. But the eyeliner here. doesn't work with the mustache. <laughs> it does not play. Well, it, it just it feels very like Victor Victoria. But her hair looks gross. She's got beautiful. You could slick it back and she put it. She looks like Crypt Keeper guy. Yes, it's terrible. It's all stringy and weird. She could just pull it back in a ponytail. It would be fine. We don't need this hat. I mean, I guess the hat, like she's feeling subconscious about it. And this is not an area of town where, I mean, the 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 space where she works, it'd be totally fine. Mm, good, for, point, good point. Yeah, for her to be in a, in a tuxedo, mustache, hair pulled back in a ponytail and just be. But this side space, like this kind of old oak, cigars, snifters, this is like, you know, the old money stock. Guys, like the, the, uh, there's cigars inside at a restaurant. There's like a family there with a little girl <laughs> and smoking cigars right next to them. And uh, so, yeah, this this is I'm not anti cigar, but like outside. Yeah, no one or in that. the lounge, like not right where everyone has decided they would like to be subjected to it. But it's obvious that she's not a man. That's that's not really probably would be as accepted. Someone that was transgendered or. You're saying against uh, expectations of gender? Not really, but just gender gender fluidity in terms of dress. Like, there's a word I want that will not come. Um, It's not asexual. It's not that. It's a word that is more about, like, actual fashion and dress. Okay. Androgynous? Thank you. Yes, androgynous is what I want. But yeah, that's just not the space for it. And we we learn that because as they're walking down the street, some guys... They get hassled. Yes. But he's also, in doing that, it's like he's giving her what she wanted... But he also is putting her in a situation that's kind of setting up her to fail mm. in a weird way. But then he is like kind of talking to her like a guy and he's talking about her to her, mm-hmm. you know, about like her ass and like, you know, ever, ever like I've got this hot chick on the side. So like, is that the truth? I don't think so. I think we see him too much yeah, for no, that. He, but He doesn't have another apartment. I don't think. Well, he has like 17 apartments. He doesn't have time for another woman. Or, or wife and kids. I don't yeah. think unless they like live in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Which is possible. <laughs> Um, what is it he says? Like a heart-shaped ass or yeah. something? I would see your ass a little later. I, I was like, I don't think that's really heart-shaped. I mean. I think the heart's like on the bottom. Okay. Like, I think like very trim waist and like curves out. I think that's what uh, it means. Gotcha, gotcha. That, that was not what I would have, the words I would have used. That's fine. I mean, that's what he's into and that's how he wants to describe <laughs> it. That's the only thing I'm fine with. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love the fact that she yells back at the guys that are heckling them. Right. Like, I was like, oh, she's really going man on this. Right. And then they're like, uh, nope, and chase him down. They do. And they keep chasing him, and they're in the rain, and they chase him in this weird, like, sewery uh, Subway station. I don't know what or, it is. But they're, like, fighting. She kicks some guy she in the balls. She kicks him. Woo. And, like... Mickey Rourke and other guy are fighting and then like a switchblade. And I was like, oh, no, this is where this movie's going to turn. No. But she like flips it out. I love one- that she can't figure out how to work the switchblade. That was that was a good, good and then, step. But she does. And that one guy runs and then, you know, the guy is attacking Mickey Rourke. And she like just kind of like, like, huh, 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 gingerly kind of just like thrusts and like stabs him in the butt a little bit. Like not so much that it like sticks, just like, you know, pinches him in the butt almost with a knife and he runs away. And then... She's, they're celebrating way too soon for me because there were more than just two people. <laughs> and if they wanted to, they could run back. Like, they, I was like, can we give it a minute or like change locations? But no, we're like too hot for each other in this moment, which I guess, again, they're into it. They're both overcome with this, how much water is in this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, 
I'm going to accidentally get water up my nose. And it was hot, but. It was hot, but it was also really unhygienic. (laughs) You just don't know where. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Those bricks looked a little smoother to have sex up against than the roadhouse bricks. They did. They did. But also I was like, how are you leaving the space? They've like ruined all of her clothes. Like, I don't, there's no clothes for her to put back on to, like, walk out <laughs> of this space. Like, like, they are both going to have pneumonia now. Like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're really sure. going to need some chicken soup. Yes, and tuberculosis. <laughs> and maybe some hep. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anything before they're at the mall or wherever they are? Um, I don't think so. No. The lady with selling cologne, her hat and her attire, is that, like, from the cologne, or is that... I didn't see it at all. Oh, I think she's saying outrage, I think is what she's saying. I'll have to watch it again with with subtitles and, and see what's up. Yeah, I missed it completely. Okay, she's just this huge red hat and huge, like, <laughs> solid red outfit. Must be, must be. But yeah, there's like, at the well, she's wearing, she's wearing kind of like a pinstripe, really, probably double-breasted, but it's wrapped so that it's very tight on her and fitted on her, too. Once again, she's rocking a blazer. Mm-hmm. Rocking a blazer. And then that's when he's starting to, like, let's let's do something risky. You know? Right. Why don't, you, why don't you take that necklace? And she does. And they're, like, laughing and giggling. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You know, all together. Like, it's sexy. And, you know, like, not that I condone any of that, but they're in it together. Like, that's when it's tough. Like, okay, there are some times that she's, like, into it. So much so that when the times when he pushes and she isn't like why would you ruin you've got someone who's into all this right like you've found a pretty good match like not many people are going to be into this level of whatever like just leave it be and maybe down the line she might be into this other stuff (laughs) if you guys like work towards it i don't know keep playing games communicate right consent right it just seems way like because are we to assume that this all happens over nine and a half weeks? I, I would say with a name like nine and a half weeks, we assume this is not going to end well. Well, but even that, like, it's just yeah. I mean, we don't establish that, but I'm guessing this all of this shenanigans happens over like a little over two months. Yes, but. I think so. I think so. Um, so the saddle guys—they are not as amused as the how to build a sex room saddle guys. No, but this that's after the mattress situation. Okay. Oh, the I, I, do I not even have any notes about the mattress situation? I was so... Oh. <laughs> they go in and he's like, oh, I like this bed. She's like, great. We're going to, you know, you, you can have it basically. The mattress lady, it's a, you know, it's a full department store. He wants to buy the bed. going to buy the bed. Oh, the only note I have is that her stocking game is on point. Was that a thing in 86? And a, then, or was that just my... Like, is that male imagination? <laughs> Um, people definitely wore stockings. I don't know about like garters and like thigh highs and stuff so much. I mean, I know like knee highs were a thing. I know that like, but wearing hose was much, much more commonplace than it is now. Gotcha. 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 People, I'm sorry. You're bed. But basically they kind of sexily, but also kind of torment this woman. Like they buy, they're buying a bed and they need to buy all the things. And she's like trying to like take their order. And then he's like having her like lay on the bed. And he's like, he says, spread your legs for daddy. Ugh, gross. And this lady's just like, I don't know. Oh, man, really... I was going to use that one later. You're... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, check that one off the list. <laughs> right, right, right. But she's just trying to take an order, and she's like, I don't really care because this is probably a pretty big sale. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all of it, you know, just buy it all. Right, buying everything. Throw some like, money at it. But even to the point of, like, you need to pick out, what is it called, the ticking 
The tick, I had no idea what ticking which was. Which is like the cover of your mattress and your box spring is like whatever pattern is on it. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. He doesn't know you could do that. He doesn't care that you can do that. And he's kind of amused by it. She's, she's like kind of like a real dick about it. Like, oh, ticking? Well, of course you must have ticking. Like, <laughs> he's just like, just send me the bill you know <laughs> and right. she's getting a little too into it so and then he's like well this is my bed bed is mine now so we're going to yeah like like would you mind if my lady friend laid on the bed okay well then now like grab grab the headboard you know spread your legs it's like oh, okay then then we're at the stable okay like, so the crop guy out a writing crop and yeah i just said that the guys are not amused well he's just like whoop 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 whoop, whoop. like it's silent no one's saying anything except for he's just trying out these. And it goes on a long time, and then he's like, "I'll take this one." I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think in New York, you're selling equestrian stuff. This is not the first man that's come in to buy something for use in sex. I'm sorry. Of course not. Yeah, you don't have a lot of horses nearby, other than like maybe your police horses. I mean, everything else is out in the country. And, and there is somebody like in a full-on equestrian gear shopping <laughs> in the background. <laughs> then we go back to the apartment. And this is an incredibly fun scene. The mini blind burlesque scene? Yes. Oh, my goodness. How do how have we never had mini blinds incorporated? Like, you've taught several burlesque <laughs> classes. Like, how mini blind? I, I would have never thought of them as such a sexy burlesque class. It's so great. Like, it's a lot of shadow play. Again, I get confused on, like, we, we changed where she's standing in a lot of different places and he seems to be seeing everything she's doing and I don't feel like he should be able to because he doesn't move. And there's like a spotlight in the hallway that there's there's no that's that lamp is not that's not a thing that's that's for the movie. Yeah I don't really know exactly but it works it's very fun she's kind of dancing and doing a little strip tease he's he's in a deep V this is the first time we see him casual. It is. It He's is, in a yeah. deep V. I think it's inside out. Actually, he leans forward and we see a tag. Oh, my goodness. Um, but he's got he has Budweiser's and popcorn. <laughs> so very he's relaxing and he's laughing the whole time, too. And he's kind of almost being a little like shy in, you know, while she's being the one who's kind of putting on the show for him. But she's having a good time. It's fun. And he's yeah, I mean, there's no speaking again. It's a musical montage. Um, he even mouths a few things. And yeah, we don't hear it. Yeah, for, he mouths a few things, the, the lyrics of the song. Yeah, and I just said that if you want me to believe a sex scene on film, show me the laugh. Yes. That is, that, yeah. that's the connection there. That, that's, that you don't see that in a movie very often. No, and that's, that's part of uh, In Fatal Attraction. When they're having sex for the first time after like this hookup, and there is, they are laughing about like his pants being around his ankles. It, it's just too... It's so real. It's so real and intimate. And actually, apparently that was a Michael Douglas choice. Hmm. He was like, they're like, it's too you know, crazy. Like, you know, you need to take your... He's like, no, like this this needs to be believable. Like this is like what intimacy is about. Like, But there should not be intimacy in that scene. They should not be familiar enough for each other to be comfortable with silliness. Back to this movie. They're at a point where I guess they could, but that's a, it's hard to tell if their relationship is built around silliness or not. But this is great. This this is the best scene in the movie, I oh, think. Hands, hands down. down, hands down. It is sexy as all get out. And, you know, she finally comes out of every, you know, they throw in the glove and the, mm-hmm. like, comes out of everything and like, throws the blazer back on real quick. Oh, it is. And runs up to the roof. Mm-hmm. Just let's go. Once again, crazy. And crazy can be good. Yeah, and she seems down, again, she seems down for this, like, 
this level of crazy like enjoy that embrace that level of crazy guys if you got a lady who's doing strip teases for you and then running up to the roof nude just don't spank her if she doesn't want to be spanked it's fine (laughs) right like keep yeah like just yeah just keep your hands to yourself (laughs) and then i said okay so now we're in the notebook we're in the notebook like she's like guy that i guess is having memory problems and it's gonna be all weird and the I don't like that scene at all. I have no idea what the scene's doing in the movie. It's weird. But, but even before that, He's I like... He's holding a gross like, fish. It's the second time we've seen a gross fish on screen. Yeah, that's true. We do... There's something about being caught, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Some sort of symbolism. But even, like, slightly before that, because they, like, they've been trying to reach him, because he's the artist. They're they're getting ready to do a display, and they can't get a hold of him. So she goes. But she's at work, and, like, she's looking more and more disheveled. And I don't know if her eye look is, like the makeup look is fatigue if it's just more and more of like that's like smoky eye like she's bringing the night into the day Mm. but i I definitely think that you know the more and more that we're seeing that like that it that is the crossover it's bleeding over she can't it's not separate like he kind of wants it to be separate but it's not like it's it's seeping into her life and she's she's struggling but yeah, then she goes out to the country where this guy lives. And yeah, I was like, I don't know if he has dementia. Seems like. It seems like it. But when we see him later, it does it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. It's strange. But she's like, we, are, you know, I love your work. And I think that she relates to that. Like she's kind of trapped in these moments and this darkness. And But he doesn't talk about his work really. Yeah, he seems confused about his own work. And yeah, he's holding a fish. And there's a cat too. Yes. And that one too. Third cat we've seen in the movie. We, we love cats if we haven't. <laughs> and maybe the cats are on there. Is, is he playing with her like a cat plays with the mouse? I don't know. Maybe. Is, maybe. is that trying to be a... And Could then the, be. the fish being hooked. And then in the, the next one is cooked. I don't know. Maybe there's something going on here. Could be. Could be. And then the next thing I have is... And that got horrible fast. It really did. I was like, now we got games again. And I was like, doesn't she have an art opening that night? It's supposed to be that night, and he calls and says, "Meet me, yes. you know, at this hotel at five o'clock." She looks fantastic. Her dress is amazing. Oh, but before that, we have the the crawling across the floor. Oh shit! Uh, that's, that, that's what I that's, what I said. That got horrible. Fast. No, no, no. I I I I read only part. Of it. I was like, now we have games again. Yeah, I was like, aren't? Do you even want to talk about it, or is it just she she doesn't want to play, and he keeps going, and it it's just terrible. And yeah, it is terrible. I mean, he thinks it, it seems like the pattern for him is pushing her to the point like he wants to demean her. She doesn't want it. He torments her to the point, and then he thinks it's funny, and then he kind of like breaks her with like the with the tension of like his his laughter is not condescending. In that way, obviously it is because he's laughing, but he's not laughing at her. He's just like, like he's still got that wry, whatever, which breaks her and breaks the tension of the the moment and makes it okay, which is worse somehow. But yeah, that's exactly what happens. And it's not really a scene we're part of, but it feels like if you're into that, great, but there there has to be a way out, you know, (laughs) communicate, 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 communicate. Right. So then we're... Then we're at the hotel. Before we get... Yeah, we're just getting ready to go to the hotel. She's, you know, going by. And that's when I also, you know, a piece with her makeup. I'm like, is it chic or is she battered? Mm. It's hard to tell. Like, it's getting messier, but also her look is getting more tailored and, and chic. So it's like, is that... Where, where are we with that? I think we're supposed to 
see both. Like it's changing who she is inwardly and outwardly. She's getting ready for the, like they got the thing for the day. She's at her apartment, I guess kind of mid-afternoon. We've got the gallery, the opening that night. She's drinking during the day. Is that a problem? And that's also when she listens to her message that says she's missed her doctor's Mm -hmm. visit again. So I don't know. Like, we don't know enough about her to know if that's a problem. But it's odd. We haven't seen it before. And then that's when she gets the call to meet her, meet him at the hotel. And then I was like, she's dressing sleeker. She's got red lipstick, which is, you know, starting to become a new thing. Love the dress. The shoulders are amazing. Mm, Everything. It's so good. It's so good. But then it immediately turns to not good. Again, very quickly. He calls her and says to put a blindfold on, and she doesn't. She strips down and is posing for him, and uh, I don't like this scene at all. No. He comes in. I said, he does like to lean in doorways. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I asked you to do something simple, and she does it. She puts a blindfold on because, you know, nothing at this moment with the blindfold has that has happened that she hasn't been okay with Mm -hmm. so i mean not that she consented prior but nothing bad has happened so she does and then we hear someone talking and i almost thought because i heard caliente and i was like is this like housekeeping and he's getting hot water oh gotcha gotcha. that's what i like the first thing i i don't know enough spanish i knew like many of the words she was saying (laughs) i don't know enough to know like much but that's the that's the first thing i caught but no take gusta you like um i don't know (laughs) but then we have a woman coming in and a woman touching her and it's like she recognizes and knows immediately that it's not him she's got this blindfold he's to the side of the room um because the woman's talking to her the whole time like you know talking like communicate and consent there we go like that's in another language true, though true. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like she said like are you do you like this are you good like she's almost like she's taunting her it feels like even but i mean i think we're supposed to feel that way no matter what because she's she's obviously at a disadvantage she doesn't know exactly what's happening and you know she's responding a little there's a little back and forth but yeah like he, he's obviously set he set her up in the situation that's terrible and then you know, stops or the, the woman takes her blindfold off and then, you know, he gets up and they're kind of messing around in the other room and, and like so that she can see and she's not going to have it. Like she she runs out or she like kind of runs to get her stuff. And I think she's just going to leave, which she probably should just have left. Yes. Then she attacks the Latina street walker. I, I want, you know, sex worker. I want to be positive. She's credited as whore, it's which terrible. I do not like. It's not good. But like. You stab one guy in the ass and he runs away. And all of a sudden you think you're hot stuff on the streets. Like, uh, <laughs> bad move, lady. Bad yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're soft stuff in comparison. But I, I don't I don't know if she's like, she's going for both of them, I think. I mean, he's stopping it. And she's, the sex worker's laughing. She thinks it's hilarious, which is like, ugh. And so then she runs out. He runs after her. And it just gets so dark. I mean, they. I did say that. Times Square could use a, a peep show or two for old time's sake. You you know that I am nostalgic for things. Like, I feel like peep shows are the same as like pull tab beers. I just, I, I'm you know, I, I miss things that I never had. But I hopefully that like walking into this, which I'm assuming is relatively accurate. Oh, that was nobody terrifying. wants that. No, no nobody no. wants that. Yeah. So she runs into and basically I think she's kind of like, is this what you want? She taunts. I mean, I don't remember exactly what she says if we even hear her really but just kind of like is this what you want 
us this to be us to be and she runs into yeah peep show and she finds the guy that looks the most the, the, the whacker that looks the most like her ex-husband that's true but she like, she passes all these women all these women that are stripping and she goes back to a live sex show I didn't really know that was a thing, but I guess so. I feel like that might be exaggerated. I don't know. I, I feel like that you could do that in Amsterdam. I don't think that's a thing in New York. I don't know. But there are people like all – she's crying. But like she kind of moves through and she's the only woman ob- like obviously in the space. Are oh, you trying to say ladies aren't into that? <laughs> and so, yeah, there's all these men like they're like – they're uncomfortable when they realize that she's crying, like the kind of like disconcerted by it. But other than that, like they're not. And, you know, he comes in, uh, Mickey Rourke comes in and, you know, sees her and she's like, so she like grabs the man and starts kissing him. But it didn't, and, and it kind of like, is this what you want? Like, it's almost like she's getting back at him a little bit. But like, is that sort of half that and half just breaking down? I don't know. She, yeah, she's having an existential crisis for sure. But he like he comes in and he grabs her and then kisses her. But then we don't know what happens after that. We don't see them resolve or not resolve no. that. We just see her coming into the gallery party, which is already in full swing. Mohawk guy is so tall. Did you know like his head is above everybody else's shoulders, and then he has a mohawk on top of that. It is well, so I mean, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we have a full. I love it. I love all the characters that we're seeing. We see some characters we've already met before. Um, no one, but no one. This is her gallery. This is seemingly her artist that she's found. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, where's Lizzie? This is like, where? why wasn't Lizzie there to help set up? Why wasn't Lizzie there to meet him? Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares that I'd be mad. Be like, where the hell are you? We've been doing all this work. Like, crazy, crazy stuff. And, you know, nobody, nobody's concerned that she, and she gets there. She does look, you know, dis- disheveled. She's pulled back together to a certain degree. But then she starts crying. She sees the artist. She sees he's kind of out of his element. He is talking to people, though. It seems, he seems lucid. But then the... Um, I think there's an ADR, like the reviewer saying something about how he doesn't seem like he wants to be here, knows what he's doing. Right. He's like, can't, I can't get him to talk or, you know, he doesn't say anything. And she walks over like she's going to kind of have a moment with him, which I think feel like would kind of re- have a redemptive feeling. But she kind of stands in the corner, just cries, and he sees her. And I think he's going to go to her. And he doesn't. And then she runs to a weird, gross bathroom and throws up and... Then she calls him and she's back in bed with him like the next morning. Yeah. But that's when everything, she gets up, she grabs her own clothes. She, she wakes up before him. Starts packing up. And starts and packing. I don't know if you noticed, but I don't know what the room was because we could see a bathroom and it wasn't in the bedroom, but it was a whiter room where she was packing up and they have the world's tallest chair. Yeah, I saw that. It was like a weird ladder chair, but not a ladder chair. Just like a bunch of slats. It was strange. Yeah. Don't be afraid of me. I'm like every other chair. Just taller. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from Scrubs? From Scrubs, the world's tallest doctor. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just have like – because at the end, right when it's too late, he finally starts giving her everything she wants. I don't know if that's a play or – or if he's actually... I think it's a play. You think it's a play? I do. Because, yeah, he, like, starts to connect. Like, he's telling her about his parents and his family and, and everything. And he's starting to get teary-eyed. Like, she hasn't said anything to him. Like, she hasn't said... I mean, he, I think he says, are you leaving? And she says, yes. But she said nothing. And he starts... I feel like this is 
this is he's done this before. Gotcha, gotcha. Because Eva says, you know, there've been other women, there've been lots of other women, but I didn't expect to feel like this. I didn't expect to love you like this. I didn't expect like to connect or whatever he says. And I'm like, then what the hell were you doing? Like he just likes the game. And I think he feels like, okay, well, I'll say this. Maybe he does feel a little bit more. Maybe he doesn't. But this is the next like layer in pulling someone in a little bit more. Because the reason I think that is because she actually does walk out the door. She's like, I'll have someone come get the stuff. I'll send someone. And she leaves. You know, he's saying, I love you and I love you and, and whatever. And she doesn't say anything and she leaves. And he says, oh, this is crushing. I he mean. says, he, he says, I don't remember. You'll come back to me or you'll come back or you'll turn around when I count to 50, which is an arbitrary number. But he's kind of talking to himself a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And he starts to count. That's why I think. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. she. We see her like walking farther and farther away and, you know kind of back to the beginning a little bit of her kind of melding back into the crowd. But yeah, that's it. He, she doesn't turn around. She doesn't come back. We just see her on the street. And I think he'll just start over. Yeah, I guess we'll have to watch another nine and a half weeks or the next nine and a half weeks or whatever to, to see to see where the story goes from here. Are there more? I mean, years later. Oh. Yeah. So we get the credits. Um, and you were saying that it's hard to establish who most of these people are. I don't know mm-hmm. if you noticed, after about five people in, they stop even bothering giving people names. And there's, you know, like street kid or background vocal at porno theater or like person walking by. Somebody, they really have. Well, what I did notice we, we saw um, Christine Br- um, Branty. Branty. She's like fourth or fifth credited. Yeah. And with, being... a, with a name but ahead of Harvey. Yeah. Who's in there way more. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Her name is like Thea, I think. But. We don't, I don't even, we don't even hear her speak, do we? No, we huh. don't hear her speak. And then the last thing I have in the credits is it has the song called Eurasian Eyes by Corey Hart. Huh. Corey Hart's the same guy that does sunglasses, sunglasses at, at night. night. Mm-hmm. Just, does he have any songs not about eyes or eyewear? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there was a song earlier on, maybe, and it felt like Ghostbusters to me. It was like, felt like that, that please, please, like we're, we're getting kind of like that. You say it's magic. Uh, um, I feel like it's probably the same band. Like it had that same vibe. I feel like it was maybe in the gallery, like the party. I'll look into the soundtrack because I really like, this is two movies in a row that I've really liked the soundtrack Yeah, for. the soundtrack was great. It was uneven. <laughs> but it, it, it created, I think, I think it created a disconcerting tone that they wanted. I think, I think that's what they were going for. If so, it was masterful. If not, it was, I don't know what it was. If this was supposed to be sexy. It failed. It, I, I don't think they, there were some sexy moments, but I think this was a thriller. I don't think this was a drama. I think this was a thriller. It and... was a thriller. Nothing happened to anybody. There's some terrible things that happened. But nothing, the stakes never got too high, though. You true, know, true. not really. Like, I feel like I'm glad I spent two hours watching this. Question <laughs> <I mean, laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll dive in a little bit more and and see what all the deets are on this. It and... lives up to the Forbidden Cinema tagline, though. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because this is one that my mom talked about. And uh, yeah, this was definitely a you will not watch this. And boy, was she right. I mean, crazy. Yeah, there was some stuff going on in this that I far beyond where I would have thought a quote unquote dirty movie would go. Yeah, it. it, Yes, 
Absolutely. Places that you didn't know probably were possible. You know at this point, you know, were possible. But if you had seen it back then, you would be like, what is happening? I, don't- I mean, things that five or ten years ago I might not have known about. <laughs> 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 We've been sex for a while. <laughs> Yeah, if if you're someone who has had, we probably should put a dis- maybe a little bit of a disclaimer. Oh but- yeah, we put, uh, on if you know us personally, maybe this is the <laughs> no, 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 not entirely that. But also, if you've experienced like you know manipulative abuse in your life, this mm. is not a movie for you to true, see. True. Um. So so yeah, we'll we'll put a little disclaimer up front. I promise. Like, don't make it so somber and weird. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't be like, hey, guys, there's some weird, uncomfortable sex here. But <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we'll go deeper next week. Hopefully, let us know if there are any, um, what you think about erotic thrillers? What you know about erotic thrillers? Is that a term that you knew or a neo-noir? I'm curious. There's a documentary in production right now called We Kill for Love about the history and kind of the downfall of the erotic thriller. So, oh, okay. If you guys are out there, hit us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. With the love to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So follow us, um, Forbidden Cinema, on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. And we will see you next week going deeper. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.